Echo Dispatch with Jason Lewis. Hello and welcome to this special episode of the Echo Dispatch. This instalment of the podcast will take a unique format to share stories and memories of Queen Elizabeth II following the monarch's death on Thursday, September 8th at the age of 96. We will go on to hear from former Dorset Police Chief Constable James Vaughan, who received the Queen's Police Medal for his work, and Eddie Spence, the Master of Royal Icing, who was involved in making a number of cakes for Her Late Majesty and her family. But first, I spoke to a family member of six-time Mayor of Christchurch, Eric Spreadbury, MBE, who escorted the Queen and the Duke of Edinburgh during her visit to the town in 1966. Eric's son, Ivor, details how the royal visit unfolded. My uh, mother and father were mayor and mayoress of uh, Christchurch in 1966. When they were made mayor on the morning of the mayor-making, they were informed of the royal visit. Um, and obviously that created quite a stir, as you could one imagine, within the household. Um, now, when the actual uh, royal visit came, my understanding was that I think they went to Bournemouth first, and then to Christchurch, and then on to Lymington. Um, they were, my memories are that they were slightly late in arriving in Christchurch, I think due to an over, overlap when they visited um, some party within Bournemouth. But um, they arrived um, down through the high street and at, that, at the time, in 66, the town hall was right in the middle of Christchurch High Street where, um, latterly, the mayor's parlour um, is. Now, there was a big dais there that was made up and my mother and father had to be on the dais um, ready to greet the royal cars. Um, now, my sort of memory from that is that at the time, the uh, mayor of Christchurch had a big black Rolls Royce um, to drive around in. And when the royal cars came through and parked, it made the black car look a bit like a matchbox toy, because they were huge in size, uh, maroon in colour. Um, Family-wise, um, Basically, my sister, Pepita, um, it was her role to, in fact, present the uh, bouquet to the Queen. Um, and from a family point of view, I can remember my mother sort of teaching her for over a week how to curtsy, bearing in mind she was, oh, I don't know, about nine, I suppose, eight, nine, ten, that sort of age group. Um, and she'd gone off to Daniel Neal's, which was a huge departmental store in Westover Road in Bournemouth when Westover Road had, you know, sort of lovely shops, um, and bought a dress which was blue and white in colour, um, and I remember the white shoes and white socks and that sort of thing, and, um, you know, sort of, she was somewhat nervous, as you can well imagine, and then presented the bouquet to the Queen as and when she arrived in, in Christchurch. Um, the, the notable thing was, from, from that point of view, was that the um, Prince Philip um, then asked Father who the little girl was. Um, the Queen hardly said a word to anybody, um, and in those days, I think, you know, sort of, Prince Philip almost dominated in terms of, of conversation. Now, the visit um, basically started with the both of them coming to the dais at uh, 
my understanding is those pictures were hung then in the mayor's parlour in Christchurch. Now, whether they're still there or not, remains to be seen, because Christchurch was, you know, a town in its own right in those days, and was in fact the oldest town, um, you know, so much older than Bournemouth and Paul, in fact. So they were leading the way in terms of, you know, age, as it were, in those days. Now, um, the, the significant thing was, having given the pen um, to Prince Philip, Prince Philip then said to, to Father, what was he going to do with the pen afterwards? To which he replied that he would be presenting it to the then town clerk. Um, now, I can't remember the name of this Christian name of the guy, but his surname was McFadden um, at, at the time, and that was to be presented to him in recognition of all the extra work that he had to do um, because of the royal visit. Now, from that, they then went um, back into the cars um, and on up to Christchurch Priory, which was to be a private visit, and only six people were allowed in the priory, um, which two of those were my mother and father, one was the vicar and uh, his wife, and I think it was uh, Canon York, I think was the, the person then. Um, and the famous picture in Christchurch shows obviously six people coming out of the priory church, having been, you know, sort of visiting the, the, the church. Now the Queen was immensely apparently interested in the church, um, as you know her faith was, was very, very strong, and uh, she was particularly interested in all parts of that, although it was somewhat limited in time, because obviously, um, you know, they had to go on to other places, and they are very much on a time schedule. Um, they looked all the way around the church, um, and Prince Philip never took his eye off the Queen once, apparently, according to my father. Um, he looked at various things, but one eye was always on her, and the other eye was looking at manuscripts or whatever it was within the church that particularly interested him. And, um, you know, sort of various comments, um, you know, sort of from that. You can imagine the, uh, my, um, position at the time was one I was at the side of the dais because I didn't have a role as such apart from being the son of the, of the, of the mayor of the time um, and was somewhat younger then in, in those days. Um, from my point of view, it's significant that it was the uh, braiding, the maroon braiding that all the way went, went all the way around the dais for the, uh, uh, for the greeting party. Part of that was put around a shield which I presented to the State University of New York when I was there, when I left. And you can imagine that the, you know, the, how, how um, what that created with the people out there to have a, a real connection to something out in America. Hopefully that, uh, you know, that shield is still there at the, you know, within the State University of New York. But um, that gives you an indication of what it was. It's a wonderful day. There were people that were, you know, sort of the whole of the high street was packed with, with people, Union Jacks and everything else. And uh, it was quite a, you know, quite a day to say the least. And for your father and your mother and you as a whole family, is it a day you often talk about after it happened and reflect on? Yes, they did. Um, they were very, very conscious of the fact that, um, you know, they, they were what I would term as training. They, they obviously went to various peop people within the royal circles and to be told what was happening and where they should be and, you know, the, the exact position. 
Philip, I might add, sort of uh, went out of his way to, to do differently because he knew to spoil the, uh, or to change the, the actual formality of the thing. Um, you know, there were sort of various comments which he made to the family, but uh, uh, they were very, very conscious of that. And obviously, um, were also very conscious of not... Um, speaking about things which were, you know, sort of, uh, should, were not for general discussion, if you like. Um, they were very, very pro in keeping things um, secret, if I could use the word secret, um, if that's what was meant. You know, it was a private visit um, to the church, and obviously um, that's what um, the Queen and Prince Philip wanted it to be known as. Hmm. So, um, but they, they spoke uh, many a time, it was the highlight of their, their life really, that uh, the Royal Visit in Christchurch and one they never forgot. Yes, and, and just lastly, if you, if you wish to, put any words to sort of tribute to Her Majesty and all she did for the, the country oh, in her yeah, 70 years. Be, you know, there's no words from me that could, could you know, outdo all the very many tributes that have come, but what a, what a wonderful lady. You tell me anybody that's done more for this country than her. Um, because there isn't one, you know, she, she deserves every accolade that she's got. Um, you know, the country is immensely proud of what she's done. She led a good life um, from that point of view. I had the privilege myself of, of being in her company uh, on uh, a few occasions um, in the racing world when, you know, sort of uh, um, I go to Africa and these sort of places when she's there. And, uh, you know, she is just, she was just a absolute wonderful wonderful woman the echo dispatch with jason lewis james vaughan former chief constable of dorset police was recognized by her late majesty with a queen's police medal in the new year's honors in 2018 he would go on to receive the honor at the palace from the now king first james shared some touching words on what the queen means to those in the police and his tribute to her i joined with the millions of other people that have poured out tributes to Her Majesty over the last week. Police officers are not employees. They are warranted servants of the Crown. So the monarch has a special place in our hearts because we are fairly unique in as much, because of that, we swear an allegiance to the Crown, to, to the sovereign. And like everybody else said the same thing, I'm 54 years of age. I've only ever known Queen Elizabeth II. Uh, being on the throne, I, I, I think she has been a, a role model and a leader like no other in my lifetime. Uh, my, obviously, my condolences go to the, the rest of the royal family. I, I have had the pleasure of meeting the now king on two occasions, actually. He, he was, um, I was honoured enough to get the Queen's Face Medal in 2018. Um, and it was awarded to me by the then Prince of Wales at Buckingham Palace. Um, and he, he is an extraordinary man too. He, he's, a, he's, a, he's a man that makes every, every single one of the people in that investiture, there's really ever been to one, but there's probably about 100 people receiving medals and awards and honours of some description. And he manages to make every single one of them feel special. And he certainly made me feel special on that day. And then a couple of years later, he opened the police memorial, the National Arboretum, and I was in a long line of chief consuls 
And just on your Queen's Police Medal, if I may, James, it's obviously saying that anyone, I imagine, in policing is so honoured to receive. What did it mean to you when you found out? Dispatch with Jason Lewis. Edinburgh-born Eddie Spence, who has lived in Borth since the 1970s, has been involved in making nine cakes for the royal family over the years, including wedding cakes for the Queen, Princess Margaret and Princess Diana. He was made an MBE in 2000 and received his gong from the Queen herself. I visited 90-year-old Eddie and his wife Tracy at the home in Kinson, and first I asked him what her late majesty means to him. The Queen was. I was surprised what the what the Queen knew about me. Wow. Well, yes, she knew I'd done that cave. She she knew that. What I said, she knew everything about me. Did she have a bit of a sweet tooth? Yeah. Yes. Yes. She she says. She the the thing is this in in England they do a wedding cake and it's basically sponge cake. In in uh, Scotland. The royal cakes and that were all made of fruit and that's the recipe for the wedding cake. A whole day's work really to put the cake together. A, a lot, more than one day yeah. can I assure you. With getting your MBE, 
Is that one of the proudest moments in oh, your life? It was. Quite the proudest moment. And quite obviously, with my parents as well, they were very proud of me getting there accepted to do that, you know. And I, I loved it. Yeah. And, and I still love my profession. And to have it actually presented to you by Her Majesty must have, excuse the pun, been the icing on the cake for you. <laughs> well, very good I, pun. <laughs> oh, she was. She was very, as I said, she was very clever as well. And what she knew about me was just unbelievable <laughs> about the medals and what her exhibitions, etc. Because I've, I've won quite a few medals and cups and god knows But what. getting the MBE was the proudest oh, moment but, in but your that life. That was the it? biggest and most enjoyable, I feel, when I got the uh, my MBE from the Queen's College. Was it a surprise to you to receive one? Well, it, it was, actually. I um, You didn't know anything about it? I did didn't it? know nothing about it, but the the, mas the master bakers had put a word in for me, and the Institute of British Baker quit obviously the college, you know. Mm. So I was very lucky. And I've always said, if you enjoy what you do, it's it's no, it's not like working, is it? Yeah. So to put into words, really, the Queen. Obviously, there's been a lot of tributes from a lot of people in the last week or so. What? How would you put into words the Queen's sort of seventy years of service for this country? She's absolutely fabulous. I mean, she is. She's a nice person. She gets on very. Ah, she's got a good sense of humour. Yeah. As well. <laughs> at the end, at the end of the. Uh, getting my uh, medal and uh, to thank her and I said to her, thanks Pet. <laughs> I always call everybody Pet and I goes right, right away and she laughed and she, she wrote it down on her book. <laughs> We've seen as well she clearly had a big connection with Scotland, with Balmoral and oh, love yes, being in yeah. Scotland. Oh, yes. It means a lot to Scottish people doesn't she? Well yes it, it does. I mean I, I was very lucky. I, mean, I, I love Scotland, and quite obviously, I loved Edinburgh, christened by Dr. War, who then was the Queen's Minister for Scotland. Incredible. Been very, very lucky. Yeah, and uh, what would you um, potentially want to, if you had the option or got asked to, would you make for a, would you do, if you had the chance, would you love to have done a cake for the, the new king? Well, yes, I mean, if, 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 if the, if the phone rang. Attempt to do it. Yeah. I mean, cake that you've always done for the royal family. Um, Eddie says is it's always been clean, precise and royal-like. What's the secret to being uh, the royal baker? The secret is enjoying what you do. And if you enjoy what you do, even teaching, it comes over to the students. Yeah. You know, and that's how I... And I, and I love my profession. And... and uh, I've judged and demonstrated, not just here, in Australia and America, etc. And I've been very, very lucky. But even when you look back, and I, as I said, I look back and think how, how the Queen, she, she, made, she always made you feel you were royalty. I wow. mean that. It, yeah. made, it made you feel great, Special. you know. Perfect. Yeah. You know, she was a lovely, lovely lady. What's, what's the, your favourite cake that you'd ever done out of the nine? I liked all the cakes I've done for the Queen. I mean, she's a lovely, lovely lady and she deserves everything she got. 
have had a wonderful, wonderful life. And the best part of it was beating the Queen. The Echo Dispatch with Jason Lewis.